Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. At the time, I thought it was chow like goodbye. You know, like chow, rivadurce, sabaro, papa chow. I'm writing back. So they obviously wanted proof of funds. I didn't have $5 million to bank out. So I falsified documents. <laughs> That's what I do. If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Great cash, homie. <laughs> it was the Pleasure Palace. Yes. There it is. <laughs> yes, the Pleasure Palace. Don't you dare, Isaiah. As long as you close your eyes, it's not bad. Yes. See, that thing, it got me all up my face. I may have salt in my beard. That's just salt, brother. It's just kind of, it's a really good vibe. And I do come up here for golf a lot. And, and I've golfed some of the best courses, like Pirate's Cove. And So you're telling me the hornier the deer, the more likely he's going to die. Yeah, you know what? You kind of hit it on the head, to be honest. No, God, please, no, no. If anything, we deserve a reward or something, like a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> is, this, is this where Isaiah finally talks? Yes. yes. Okay. Everybody, this is Isaiah Moingen in the Listen Local podcast. We are sponsored by the wonderful Pequot Lakes and Go Lake Sanitation. Can you not hear me? You're giving me weird looks. This is Kanye's way too loud, dude. I can't. I don't think anybody can How's hear that. Yeah, you, you were a little drowned it out. There, yeah, but. yeah. It's only your 400th episode. I thought maybe 400 know. episodes. Congratulations, <laughs> guys! You did it. You did. <laughs> We are sponsored by Pequot Lakes and Gold Lake Sanitation. If you do not have are you drunk a red right or black now? can. No, I'm not. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> Just go back to your shopping online. I will. What is more red? Your shirt or Tyler's garbage cans? Uh, actually, I bought this shirt because it was the same frequency of red as the garbage cans. So from. They're, they're parallel. Yes. So I one like is, is not more red than the other. I'm Jacob Blazer, joined as always by... I'm Colton. Hi, Colton. How are you? <laughs> oh, it's good to be here. Sorry, yeah. sorry I missed you guys last week. Yeah, you know what? You were very missed on this show, actually. I always enjoy sitting down with, with uh, Chief Klang. He's funny and nobody thinks he's funny. Uh, well, he was very straight to the point last week about why he should well, be sheriff. Well, the guy is trying to win an election. Yeah, I mean. yeah. Man, did he not hold back. <laughs> Yeah, so, well, you know, I mean, you got to educate the people, right? You do. So, I mean, to each their own, and I'm um, good luck to him. You know, we've we've got to know him pretty well over the years here. And, uh, yeah, thanks for being on the show, Chief Clang. Absolutely. Isaiah. How's uh, your last week been there, uh, Mr. Blazer? Very lots of stuff. Is that a, what you, what are you guys doing there? Uh, Isaiah just turned my headphones up to... Mm. 7,000. Oh. 7,000 decibels. Gotcha, gotcha. And, uh, he, yeah. Because mine are super quiet. I can't gotcha. hear myself. So no, that was my phone you buzzing. You could turn yours up. Mm -hmm. But somebody messed with the the order of everything on my board, so I can't. Oh, um, that's funny that he looked at me Found just it. now because um, I said, hey, can you come in and you know get this all set up today? Actually, you didn't say that. This I'm, is like a dysfunctional marriage. You sound it, very defensive, too. Yeah. You know, is everything okay? No. No, it's not. Okay. Tell us your Do feelings, you Jacob. I'm sort of cranky today, if you can't tell. What? Well, I'm glad on? to hear that. Glad to hear that. So anyways, Colton, uh, how was your last week? We missed you. Um, why were you not here? Everybody needs to know. Uh, it was my wife's birthday. So we ran away to Duluth for one night, which turned into two nights. Okay. Yeah, the first night we spent way too much time with uh, the Duluth coffee crew. 
ah. um, just because of our connection with them uh, due to traders. So, yeah, that started at, like, noon and ended at 2 in the morning. So ah. we needed one more day to just relax and yeah see the scenes. Yeah, understandable. <laughs> yeah. Isaiah, how was your past few days? You know what? Um, I had probably the craziest weekend of the entire summer. Um, I had two weddings this last weekend, and I had somebody graciously provided me with some extremely nice tickets to Twin City Summer Jam. So my wife and I uh, don't do that. Got to. Uh, <laughs> I wonder who? Could you please tell us? Not no. even us. Please tell the no. listeners who that no, is. That's all right. Oh, that's funny. He just said uh, no. I'll remember that next time he wants tickets to. Every thank you, single- Jerry Brom, for the tickets. Oh, okay. that's what Jacob said. Just to thank Jerry. So. Yeah. But yeah, I had a wedding in Chisago City and then wedding in Duluth on Sunday. So we put some miles on, and it was so fun though. Reconnect with a lot of old friends and um, just get to uh, see Mr. Blake Shelton and his. Lovely wife, Gwen Stefani, mm-hmm. right? Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah, she made a guest appearance. Yep. And then uh, good old Trace Atkins. So. Well, mm, mm. well, Trace wasn't that good. I honestly. mean, he was. Uh, yeah. Summer Jam was actually quite fun. Um, I love the Gwen Stefani bit, actually, because I think everyone there knew she probably was coming out at some point, and we were told get ready for the encore. But how he introduced her was very cool. So... He's like, hey, over COVID, you know, I learned to play guitar a little better. Here's, like, what I learned about Sweet Home Alabama, and he played it really poorly. And then he's like, I, I learned one more. And this is, like, the middle of his show. And he's like, I, I learned mm-hmm. one more song. And he started playing the, like, opening tune to uh, No no Doubt's first big song. And that was sort of cool because, obviously, that's Gwen Stefani. And then she came out, and everybody cheered for her more than Blake. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but... The best performance there was probably Kane Brown. Mm. Yep. He was pretty good the night before. And I've heard he's pretty good in, yeah. in person. And he even sang like Soldier Boy, which was sort of like well, interesting. Wasn't And Stand By wasn't Me. Wasn't Nelly there? Like and Nelly. Nelly was like awesome. Your, yeah. Huh. Your uh, fangirl? Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fangirl did, of Nelly. Did he have a band-aid under his eye? He didn't. I was sort of, then I'm like, that's, that's not him. I'm like, what is going on? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Refund. Anyway, but overall they had, um, record crowds. They actually sold out Blake Shelton night. Um, it was like the state fair there Mm -hmm. in that bowl of Canterbury. Yeah, it was insane. uh, It was, it was fun. Like it was a great, great event. Um, yeah, our buddy, Mr. Brown put on a great event as usual. And now his next one and our next one is Grand Country Nights in Hinkley in three weeks. That will be fun. So well, now we know um, Isaiah will not get tickets to that one. Yeah, and fun. I will. Oh, yep. he can watch my kids. Exactly. <laughs> there, there we, we go. go. We, have, we found it. We figured it all out, Colton. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> oh, wow. That's great. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, without further ado, actually, we do have a guest on. Um, oh, we're not talking we're just not about in, ourselves today? Yeah, he's, he actually <laughs> uh, ch- chimed in a few times, which is exactly what we want him to do. Uh, Josh Gazelka, welcome. Thank you. The founder and owner of what is going to be Woodlore Cider. Thank you. Thanks yeah, for coming on. You're telling me I, I was supposed to chime in. Kind of makes me feel like yeah. I wasn't supposed to. Yeah, right, right. I'm well, stepping on toes. You know, you know what we do? We like to just room. not He's, give you any expectations, yeah. so we just decide That's whether true. what you I, do was right or wrong. I just enjoys being condescending, up. too, so... At least you picked in, up on it's in my Minnesota no, blood, he's, actually. He's a good <laughs> guy that way. I respect that. Um, so, a cidery. Yeah. Tell us about uh, the vision there and what made you want to uh, open a cidery. Sure. Yeah, you're opening a can of worms, but I suppose this is the kind of place that I can actually talk about it. I, mm-hmm. 
I always have strangers bump into me and they're like, oh, cider, that's interesting. And then I just vomit all kinds of information on them because I can't help myself. It's, it's been <laughs> what I've been obsessed about and trying to get this business off the ground for almost 18 months now. But uh, my wife and I, we always wanted to start a business together. We couldn't decide on what. If it was my wife starting a business, it'd be a, a yoga studio or an apothecary. If it was me, it'd be obviously a cigar lounge or a whiskey distillery. And we're looking for, well, what's that crossover there? And we both loved hard cider. And we saw a, a huge opportunity in the market. And I, I personally love almost any craft beverage. I love beer. I love whiskey. I like cider. Uh, the, the folks that really got me into it were the two cideries up in Duluth, uh, both Duluth Cider and Wild State. And uh, probably the biggest tipping point for me, why I really wanted to do, to do cider over other drinks and uh, I, it's that it's really good. Most people haven't had genuine cider before. They've had Angry Orchard. They've had the Stella cider, which aren't bad, but they're full of extra chemicals. They're full of sugars, preservatives, things that kind of warp the actual natural goodness of cider. And it's a very simple product. It's just apple juice. You give it some time. You give it some age. You add yeast to it to allow it to ferment. And that's it. And so apples and thyme is what goes into it. And if you haven't had a simple cider like that, it's, it's damn good. And it changes people's minds about it. So my goal is to uh, introduce the product to more and more people. Uh, right now, I, about 1% of the entire liquor market is cider. It continues to grow. More people are getting into it, but not many. Uh, so one of my visions is to, to introduce people to it, make it become a much more common drink. And it's been growing quite a bit in Minnesota, so it's fun to be a part of that movement. Uh, so I would love to point out to our listeners um, that we talk about beer quite a bit on this show because uh, we happen to be fond of it as I look at Colton. Um, but typically... Is that like a physical reference or what? Like, bit both, maybe? Like, I look like I no, drink a oh, lot of beer? No, I'm looking at you <laughs> and not looking at Jacob because the next oh, thing I'm about yeah. to say is... Whenever we ask Jacob what his favorite beer is, he usually says cider. That is correct. So this is high five. This is yeah, this you, is buddy. for you. Yes. Yep. I have so many questions, but I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to yeah. do the old Colton. Let's take a step back and, and talk about your backstory a little bit here. Mm. Sorry for, you know, stealing your thunder there, Colton, because I know that's where you're going. But Josh, your last name is Gazelka. Yeah. That's a name a lot of people know in this area. Sure. Tell us a little about your, you know, your backstory growing up in the area, of course, your dad and politics, and then maybe what led you into this decision into the cidery. Sure. Well, my dad back in 1986 got into State Farm. I'm sure that's what you're asking about. Exactly. That's it. Yes. Yeah. A, he was before Jake. He's a pillar. Yeah. He was a pillar in the society when it comes to insurance. Uh, he's currently uh, in Baxter if you're looking for an insurance policy. Uh, but yeah, it's that's he got into politics, I think, back in 2004, and he'd, he'd been doing it, and he's actually finally retired. So it's kind of it's fun to call him an insurance agent. I love him to death, but I like to say in a pejorative manner, like, hey, you're just some insurance agent. I don't care what your opinion is about cider. Like, you can't pass any laws for me now, buddy. <laughs> but he's he's been a big influence on my life, and he also loves to give uh, opinions when it comes to cider making, which they're mostly bad opinions. I'll okay. say it on the record. He he's pushing me to make a wild rice cider. Mm. Uh, I'm not I'm not for that. His, his favorite's honey habanero, but I I tell him to stick to politics. But that's yeah. not the game anymore. <laughs> the best part about it too is there's that uh, that Creedence song. Uh, 
the, a fortunate son. Yep. And I finally get to sing the lyric, I ain't no senator's son. <laughs> and I can really enjoy it now. I can lean into it. Not you feel came like prepped today, didn't you? Yeah. No, it's, it's a joke I've said maybe too many times yeah. the last month. My dad loves it. But yeah. long story short, he's he's been in it for a very long time. And uh, we go to quite a few events together. And I, I like being involved because part of being in politics is investing in your community and serving your community and you get to really connect with folks but people ask me all the time because this is the default question you ask a politician's kid is well are you going to go into politics someday or what's 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 in it for you and i love telling people no (laughs) it's so satisfying because i don't even remotely want to go into politics and my default response for the last 18 months is you know I'd rather make alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> a lot more fun. <laughs> I love it. So that's the direction we're going. And uh, so for me, background-wise, I, I, I've been doing marketing for a while. I dabbled in insurance to see if that was the game for me, but it was too serious for me. <laughs> uh, I didn't like talking life insurance, and so I went on to marketing. And right now I work for a company based out of Texas, one of the larger marketing firms called Thrive. Uh, I'm the director of account management there, and uh, it's been an an incredible agency to work with, but you kind of want to branch off and and do your own thing. And my wife and I, she's she's a nurse by vocation. Uh, We had money in savings, and we wanted to do something, and just a standard 401k just didn't cut it. We wanted to take a risk and, and live on the edge a little bit. What's the point of savings if you don't get to try something and live a little life? So we decided, let's jump in and now I have no savings. It's gone. Nice. It's That's, disappeared. We are. It's not just the cider. We're yeah. more alike the more I talk to you. My guy. <laughs> that helps me feel better. Thank you. Yes. Isaiah, you might have to leave the room. Maybe. <laughs> oh, just maybe. Isaiah, how are you doing over there? Good. 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 That's good. Good. Just a, a check in. Did you want a segue or? No. No. A transition he's, maybe? He's, you guys Soft. are trying way too hard. Soft hard. Yeah, wow. You guys are just trying way too hard on that transition thing. So it's transitioning into something much different oh. from politics. Mm. Well, sort of. Alcohol sales usually have a tax, which means you're you're supporting the government with that, or yeah. you're, you're funding the government with that tax. Is that true? So that's sort of a segue into what is going to be your number one cider at the cidery. The connection wasn't that there. That was not there. I, I What's wrong, guys? It. Oh, oh it's getting ready to just yeah. do some anti-government rants. Oh, wow. <laughs> Go up. for that. Like, if, oh. if, you know, if we had this camera set up, everyone yeah. would have just seen the dirty look from all three of you <laughs> directed <laughs> at me. So, yeah. I will. Colton, why yes. don't you ask a question? No, I think it was a good question. It's just worded poorly. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but tell, tell us more just about the cidery. I mean, what, sure. what are you trying to... Uh, everybody has their unique twist on what they're doing, right? So... Um, dry, semi-dry, yeah. the, the staples, but then some added flavors as well? So, yeah, our, our main goal will be to be as natural as possible. Uh, so we're not adding any kind of concentrates, anything like that. All we're working with is 100% juices. Um, so nothing from concentrates. So we're everything comes from a base of, of apple, and it's just simply 100% apple juice. It's a mix of different varieties. Down the road, we'll get a little bit more experimental, try specific varieties, do, do honey crisp. And I'll, I'll nerd out on that some other time, but, uh, we'll do a pineapple cider for one of ours. And we were hoping to be open, you know, June. And so it was a little bit more summery, but we get one last little month of summer. Uh, we think we'll be open here in August and 
Uh, we'll get one last month of summer to do this pineapple cider. Uh, we're going to have cranberry. We'll do a mojito-style cider uh, where we'll use lime juice and some peppermint in there. And it's all 100% natural ingredients. Uh, and then there's the classics where we're just going to do a, a dry cider and a little bit semi-sweeter. Uh, but the one vision behind all of it, again, is we just want it to be natural, to let the, the fruit be what makes it delicious, not necessarily the tinkering that I do. Uh, that's a big difference between beer and cider. Beer, you, you do get to have a lot more influence in the end product by trying to approach from different angles, adding all kinds of different uh, variations of ingredients versus cider. It's, I've got my apples and I got to make sure they're really good quality and I got to make sure they get through each of these steps of fermentation smoothly. But if I'm doing my job the best, it's the apples that you're tasting and you're tasting that, that natural raw flavor uh, streaming through. Isaiah, how do you like them apples? Wow. That's, don't, you don't even have to respond to that. Idea. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We usually don't. <laughs> you know what? It's way overplayed. Wait, what? Question. Jesus. Jacob's, Question. Jacob's on one today. Yeah, he is yeah. feisty. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Woodlore yeah. is your name. It is. Uh, what's, uh, what was the inspiration behind that? Uh, transparently, a little bit of desperation. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm very thrilled with the place we landed with our name but coming up with a name in the liquor industry is just a nightmare because i need to make sure that my name isn't the same as anybody within the entire uh liquor realm so if there was a grandma in canada brewing gin in her basement and she named her gin the spanish version of the english version i wanted to name my cider i couldn't name it that so you have to be able to go through names so we cycle through just hundreds of names trying to find something the first name that we had and it, it still is a a feeling that's embodied in our branding and what we think is uh, sisu cider was what we were going to go with sisu is this finnish word uh it is it's the coolest word and i think people need a little bit more of it it essentially means uh grit or enduring the long winter which is fitting for Minnesotans when it's still winter mm -hmm. at, in May sometimes. Uh, they say it's the thing that gets you to the top of the mountain when endurance runs out, when grit runs out. Uh, so I loved that word, but somebody in Seaside, Oregon, has a brewery called Sisu Beer. I'm sure it's fantastic. We just couldn't use it. Uh, so we cycled through a few more names, and once we finally found uh, Woodlore Cider, bet your ass, I just search the world trying to make sure <laughs> nobody had this because you sink a lot of money into it and uh when when i came across the name i was just thrilled because it means knowledge of the woods and i mean i love the outdoors i love i love everything about it that's one of the reasons you can still enjoy winter in minnesota is you're not just cooped up inside you're still out outdoors and enjoying mm -hmm. nature and so woodlore cider is what we found and we ran with and it is Better than I, I think it's better than our original name in part because I don't have to tell people how to pronounce it. Very true. And if <laughs> yeah, you've been, if anyone's been driving um, southbound to Brainerd or even northbound, but mostly southbound for sure, you will not miss the massive sign they have outside with the bear. So what went into the old yeah. logo as well? Uh, so the logo was. <laughs> I had a picture in my mind of this of this bear, and I. I looked all over the internet trying to find something that kind of would allow this picture in my mind to be put on paper and then I could build from there and I couldn't find anything. I'm pretty sure I looked at every single bear on the internet and there was just nothing that really fit it. And there was one day I was, I've got a little two-year-old daughter and I was rocking her to sleep and we're at the in-laws house and I'm rocking the baby and 
suddenly I look on the wall and my grand, my, my uh, wife's mom, she has a ladder with all these quilts on it. And there's this quilt of this silly little bear. And it was the exact, the exact style I was looking for. And so my logo is inspired by a quilt. Nice. And the, the bear with the flag, it, that's what the logo is, a bear with the flag marching forward. And it's kind of that, like I said, that Sisu mentality of wanting to travel on and travel through the woods and keep moving forward. And uh, I just, I, I loved it. And so actually while we're cycling through different names, I kept that bear the entire time because it was just, I wanted a name that fit that bear because for me that was much more of the vibe than anything that I was going for. Uh, but yeah, like, like Jacob said, we're right off 371 and it's such a good location. Uh, we're, we're so lucky to have it. We, I, I, you guys know real estate. Uh, I looked for commercial properties for four months, found nothing that was within our parameters. And so I got desperate. I jumped in the car, started driving around 371, 210, looking for anything. And I came across this building that just looked abandoned, unloved. And so I said, well, I'll love that building. <laughs> I, I pulled up the guy's tax records, gave him a call. And it was just such a, a Minnesota friendly call. Like, oh, hey, I see you have a property there. You're looking to lease it. And, yeah we're golden. Mm -hmm. And so we found, uh, we found the spot. And what's cool about it is even though we're right off the highway, right behind the building is this pretty swamp forest lake area. That's just beautiful, especially coming off the highway. You wouldn't expect that. So we decided let's put in some massive windows and a big fireplace. So when people first walk into our building off the highway, uh, they walk in, they see this huge stone fireplace we built up and two six foot by six foot windows, just looking out into nature mm -hmm. uh, and i'm awesome. i'm thrilled with it i've spent a lot of money uh i was hoping to be open a long time ago but we're so close and that's i've hinted at that a little bit is we're looking at uh opening actually in august here that's awesome our our first batch is getting finalized right now i'm going to taste it once sure i confirm it once I'm, I'm sure it's just damn good cider which i it's projecting that way we'll announce our open date and it's looking like mid-august so I saw on Facebook you were going through themes of what the ciders would be. Yeah. And I'm sort of disappointed mm. that Harry Potter did not win. You and me, you and me both. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Harry Potter would have been a great, great, great topic. So yeah. whoever you voters out there that voted for it, the Minnesota, I'm assuming, won, right? That's what won. Yeah. yeah. You guys, come on, get a little outside I mean, of the You're wizard. not from here, right? You no. like Minnesota. Yeah. No, yeah. See, That's a lot of people like Canada. Minnesota. You know what they call... Um, Never mind. Nope. But Harry Potter <laughs> didn't win. Going down a good track. I was, and then were. and then he, then yeah, he just like Minnesota won the House Cup. Yes, I get that reference. These two probably don't. But uh, yeah, so you said six foot uh, by six foot windows with a fireplace. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about the space and kind of what yeah. people can can do and what it, what it, what For the sure. feel is. So we we want it to be set up similar to a lot of the breweries in the area. We want you to be able to come enjoy our tap room. You can bring your kids. You can bring your dogs. We have a little outside area with some picnic tables. Uh, so we'll have some water bowls outside for dogs. But it's definitely a – it's meant to be a warm, relaxing place. Uh, so we've got about 40 to 50 capacity. I'm waiting for the fire marshal to confirm what that last number is uh, for how many people we can have in at a time. But it's it, it's full of tables that I built myself because I had a lot of time on my hands waiting for, uh, waiting for different state inspections to get finalized. And so we've got – all this custom furniture. We've got a nice little lounge area. Uh, and that's, uh, we want it to be a place where people can gather uh, and that people 
look forward to enjoying it's i i think minnesota traders where we're at is just a fantastic uh, emblematic version of that where people can gather here and they enjoy it and it's just this warm place and i think minnesota needs brainerd lakes area needs more places like that you can bring it's pet friendly too correct oh yeah he said that outside though Mm-hmm. Oh, you did? Yeah. I was texting. I'm yeah, sorry. No, I, was I, no, I felt res- you, you were shopping over there. Still, I was, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have this like thing. Well, actually, I got the idea from Isaiah a few months mm. back. Uh, we asked him a question, and he was looking at snowboards. Do you remember that, Colton? I do remember that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. nice deflection. Yes. Thank that you. That was a good deflection. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. You kind of just pulled you down with I did. Yeah. yeah I, I will do he's that. He's very good at that, yeah. or yeah. tries to be. Uh, but I, I can attest from being over there, it's. You know the location is really is amazing. I mean, the the view you get just walking out the back door is like this nature oasis almost. I mean, yeah, you're you're gonna definitely have your work cut out for you out you for like the mosquitoes. Sure. Yep, that, yeah. that'll definitely be a thing. But uh, it'll be awesome. Just a place to hang out and relax. It's not like staring at a busy road. Yeah, yeah that that lake wetland pond whatever yep. we want to call it back there I'm just driving by and even though you're going you know 65 yep. miles an hour that little brief half a second that you can see it it i can't imagine what that view is yeah and it's it's unnamed so my goal is to get the county to work with me see if i can't get a name on Woodlore there. lake that's what i that's i think that's reasonable it's I that's too. fair yes but yeah now that isaiah brought up the mosquitoes we can pivot to our next sponsor mosquito squad oh, there yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what and I don't want to put you on the spot. Oh, come on. Please do. When in August are you looking? Because oh, yeah, no, you Nationals no Nationals is the week of the 20th. You yeah. Get some, uh, Wouldn't that be nice? It would be really yeah. nice. We, so. For the last like six months, I've had people asking me like, oh, when are you opening? Are you going to be open for this? It's like, it's a great question. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. No, it's, it's all dependent on uh, certain aspects of construction getting finalized. And our, our juices, our cider is basically there. Uh, so we don't really have to wait on that anymore. It's just finalizing construction. Once they give me that green light, we know our date. And we'll, my plan is to say roughly two weeks out from once I get that green light, uh, it'll be a soft opening, mm-hmm. meaning once we get to about Labor Day, we'll do some food trucks. We'll do yoga on site. Uh, I might even have some goats. I don't want to promise anything. But okay, baby so goats are on the like goat on the yoga? yoga, baby goats, or you no? Know, that could happen. Um, I'm not a yoga guy. Okay, like my wife's not here. She's she's the yoga. You don't look like a goat guy either. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> you know, I, I I needed that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's only one goat in this room, and he's sitting on this side of the room. Yeah. If you're wondering, Tom Brady. Tom yeah, Brady. Yeah, right. Tom Brady sitting here. Yeah. Um, so. Food. So you're you're not going to be doing any food. It's just going to yeah. be cider. So then people can order in, and you'll have food trucks come and be present and stuff like that. You've answered the question. That's exactly it. We'll Wonderful. have we'll have some snacks on site. We're looking we're looking at working with Naughty Pine, uh, the bakery mm-hmm. in Brainerd, and uh, I I'm trying to have some senior center donuts on Thursdays, which you wouldn't believe it, but baked goods go surprisingly surprisingly well with cider. They go horribly with beer, but. With cider, it's fantastic pairing. So I'd love to have some of those senior center donuts. And uh, we'll have the typical things. We'll have on Hansons. We'll have pretzels. Uh, we'll aim to have food trucks relatively often. And I think it'll be mutually beneficial because we have a really good location. Yep. Uh, and then just down the road from us is Sidetracked. Uh, they're less than a quarter mile away. Uh, and if you haven't been there, the food is mind-blowing. Nice. I've eaten there way too much lately because it's just down the road. But yeah, we won't make anything ourselves because I don't want to deal with that. I just want to make good cider. I think since they're doing good construction call. right there, 
um, you should call up Cart Country mm. right across the road and be like, hey, we should make like a rainbow road that goes over. Like, yeah. a, just grab a. Well, yeah, that's, a that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, just drive s- your drive your go kart over, grab a couple yeah. of drinks, and then drive over three seventy one. Well, the, the the contractors are still out there <laughs> doing construction. We can just you know walk just in the middle them. of the highway. Hey, fellows, mm-hmm. I'm my trying guys. To, I'm trying <laughs> to picture the the frontage road, the new frontage road. Yep. Is that going in front of your shop or not? Nope. That'd be nice. There's I there's uh the road we're off of is called Pioneer Trail, uh, which is just the coolest name. Uh, I wish it went all the way over towards where there there's this gas station on the left side of the highway, right where sidetracked is, but there's right now forest in between the two. And I don't believe they're connecting that. Got if it. they are, that'd be magical. Yeah. But I was just, nice. cause I know that that's going on right now. So I was just trying to picture where that stopped, but yeah, we can go ask like tag it yeah, onto the rainbow road thing. Right, exactly. just, yeah. yeah. I'm down Knock for on that. The door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Antique shopping right there too. Yeah. I haven't been there yet, but they're the most friendly people. Uh, we, we get people stopping by all the time and it's honestly one of my favorite things. And uh, again, if a stranger brings up cider in just the loosest terms in the middle of a gas station, I'll just vomit information on them. <laughs> so we'll be unto you if you show up to my cidery and just ask when are you opening? Cause suddenly I'm going to take them on a tour. And so the, the, the thrift store owners right next yep. to us, they walk in all the time and just check in see how we're doing. And, uh, they are just the sweetest. Check it out. It'll be, I, I think they're going to see a lot of uptick in business with us being right there. They're going to have for sure some overflow parking. So we probably have about 11 spots on site and uh, we're going to have to get pretty creative with parking. For sure. Did you move away after high school? Wow. Mm. We're back. Did you Google that question? I didn't. Yeah. I'm on uh, template.net is actually what just came up. On oh, my I phone. like that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah man. Uh, I, was, I was feeling soft. You know, after high school, the, the cold was too much. And I just, I felt wimpy. Minnesota, I couldn't handle it. So I went down to Oklahoma uh, for four years. I, I developed a love for banjo, sweet tea, and, and country music. The country music's now faded away. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, I moved back up to Minnesota, and then I met my wife here in Brainerd. Uh, and we ended up moving out to Idaho for a year, kind of wanting to experience mountains for a little bit. And Coeur d'Alene, Idaho is one of the most oh, yes. beautiful places. I love that place. Uh, it's that panhandle right between Montana and Washington. So when you hear Idaho, you think potatoes, but this is, mm-hmm. this is massive mountains, pines, <laughs> huge lakes. If you're looking for a spot to check out, it's, it should be on your list. Uh, we lived out there for a little while and it was fantastic, but something about that frozen tundra, that mistress, Pulls you back in. <laughs> so we, we moved back to Minnesota. I lived in Duluth for a bit. And I can honestly say my wife and I never thought we'd live back in Brainerd. Um, but there was this, this feeling to want to be somewhere that you really can call home, that you really feel like is home, and a desire to try to make it better in any way we can. Uh, because I think the Brainerd Lakes area has so much potential and I think a big thing it's lacking is just this aspect of community, places that people can gather, uh, places that people can, things that people can unify around. Uh, and so that's honestly one of the small things with that cidery uh, is I want something that gathers people because uh, I think community helps anything thrive. Well, you sort of answered my second question right there. So next. What was your second question? Why was it important to move back to this community? Yeah, no, it's like I said, cold mistress. That. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> cold no, would jump off well, the balcony. It's, it's a very, very common theme when we ask people um, who grew up in the area or you know when we move back. It's a lot of it is you know graduate high school and 
okay, we got to, I got to get out of here. We got to go experience life elsewhere. Got to go figure out what, what I'm going to do with my life or whatever it is. And there's something that just pulls you back. And we, we all, we all did it. And, you know, growing up in the area, we left. And then after a while you realize that that wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. No, it's great. It's amazing now. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's incredible. Now never, never leaving again. Never. Except for tomorrow. Where are you going? Oh, yeah, tomorrow. And then uh, and tomorrow then. we're going to uh, Denver. Cool. Yeah. I've never been, so excited. Hmm. What's in Denver? Uh, my wife, currently. Her remote company all got together. Mm. Oh, fun. And, and it's working in, in Denver this week. So going down to meet her and taking a couple of days to just see the sights. And yeah, she's the second she landed, she sent me like 12 photos of different breweries or coffee shops and it's like awesome. okay so now we're moving to denver because she's incapable <laughs> of vacationing anywhere without you know wanting, wanting to, to move there, there. Yeah. so might as well start another business out yeah, there. yeah. why not yep um sure. isn't that where microbreweries sort of got their big bang can i say that is this is that Charlotte, too political like that Colorado is big bang. Wow. yeah okay yeah <laughs> Kami. Yeah, I know. Rocky right? Mountain Trader Co. <laughs> Rocky Mountain Trader Co. Trader Co. Uh, I'm pretty sure as he, he found out, um, the name is too close to probably like Rocky Mountain Chocolate Co. Would that would that be a problem, you think, if they went Rocky Mountain Trader Co.? It's a different line you know, of business. Based on my multiple failures with trademark law, <laughs> <laughs> I know what you shouldn't do. <laughs> Oh man, I love it. Um, what about events and stuff like that? Are yeah. will people be able to come and rent your space or anything like that? Or yeah, so there's this. the The contractors did too good in this one room. Uh, there's this room that was going to be dedicated to warehouse storage. I was going to put empty cans in there, empty kegs in there. It was going to be perfect. And then my wife walked in. She said, "Yeah, no, this this is going to be an event area." Oh. I see. Find find a new spot. Find to a new store spot things. for cans. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's the best part about like starting a business with with somebody especially your wife is you get such a well-rounded look at the business for me it's just like let's make this thing run operationally let's have it be efficient awesome and i i tend to lack the the creative fun impulse it's it's been driven away and sanded away over the last 18 months of just trying to get this thing open but uh we we have this extra room right off the tap room so we're gonna put some it'll be pretty basic at first because I didn't realize that it was going to be a party room until recently, uh, but it's going to be some picnic tables. We'll have some string lights in there, and people will be able to rent that room for private Great. events. We'll have some yoga sessions in there. My wife's actually a certified yogi, question and, mark. Okay. I think that's what they're called. It all goes into one full circle, because wow. what is yogi? A bear. Great. Thank segue. you. Thank you. That's right. <laughs> wow. That's right. That is right. I cannot argue with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. See, I'm listening. Yeah. yeah. The, the ghosts won't be in there. But no. yeah, no. So we'll do, we'll do some private events in there. Uh, people will be able to rent that space. And then we'll the plan will be to do things like trivia nights, do live music there. And there's, there's so many great live uh, artists in the area. So we really want to have some of that. Yeah. And that's a big thing that we talk about a lot is just the, the, the live music scene has, extru- has blown up. Yeah. in the area in the last couple of years. I mean, everywhere you go on a Friday or Saturday night, you're going to see live music. You're going to mm-hmm. hear live music. And people are getting very creative with stages and, you know, kind of those those venues are, are getting bigger and getting more unique. And I mean, it's at the cool. point where even, uh, and this is likely just a summer thing, mm-hmm. I, I would imagine it. Definitely. It tapers off a little bit, but it's at the point where it's Wednesdays and Thursdays also have live yeah. music at yep. quite a few different places now. So. Yeah, it's it's fun to pretty much anywhere you go, you can you can find live music or a meat raffle. 
or a meat raffle. That's everywhere. Yeah. Full tabs. Yep. We will have neither. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Crush dreams. What about but... a cider raffle? Yeah, wow. Okay. Mm. Are you gonna... That's another idea. It's like the Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> are you going to have Store canned that. ciders? Are you going to can? Yeah, okay. eventually. So okay. that's, uh, See, that's a good question, could, guys. That's a great question. Thanks, Jacob, for you asking that question. You already said you canned storage, though. I'm, so. just, I'm waiting for you to kind of take me off this track onto, onto something random and distract me with, oh, I will. with Yogi the Bear, but... <laughs> Damn it! I distracted myself. Uh, <laughs> uh, plans for distribution stuff yes. like that. So we're we're planning on working with CNL Distribution based out of St. Cloud to start, and uh, we will do canning eventually. Uh, but you have to either own your own canning line or pay somebody to come out and do it. And we're just going to hold off for the time being and just start by selling things right in our tap room. Uh, I have one canner that cans one can at a time so i'll have basically little crowlers, crowlers yep. uh for our cidery and just because i want people to take it home share it with friends and that's that's the big thing is that i know a lot of people that say they don't like cider that have never tried it or have never tried something that's just this craft beverage and so i want to be able to expand that out as much as possible uh, is it also true that you want to like locate all of the beer snobs that don't like cider mm. and conform them yeah yeah, no, I'm a I'm a big propagandist. It's true. Uh, my, my the law is going to work really well for me. Where I'll, a question I get often is, we could have beer on tap, and right now, based on on laws for cideries, we can't have any kind of beers on tap. Other alcohols, we can only sell ciders. So the plan will be, I'll have somebody come in. They'll say, "Do you have a beer?" It's like, "Well, no, I'm, I'm sorry, because this guy got drug into the cidery because his girlfriend loves cider, his wife loves cider in the U.S." The demographics of cider consumption goes 80% women, 20% men. In in England, it goes 50%, 50%. So it's not necessarily that guys don't like cider. It's just that they have not really been exposed to real craft ciders. So my logic is I'm going to have some girlfriends, some wives drag their husbands in. They're going to say, hey, do you have beer? And I can honestly say the law doesn't let me give you beer. But I have this really cool cider that I made, and I soaked some hops in it. Uh, and I can, I can share some unique things. And my one goal is just to expose somebody to a drink they haven't been exposed to before. Uh, and maybe that changes their mind. Maybe they say, I'm, I kind of want to try this again some other time. Maybe not. Uh, but as, mu- as much as I can, mm-hmm. I'll use the word again, propagai- propagandize uh, cider. That's a word. Yeah. I will do it. Uh, and you said you weren't a politician. No. Make I mean, it's in his blood, but, you know. Hang on. That's an insurance agent. There's no winning. No, there are some phenomenal ciders out there. Um, You know, even in in Minnesota, there's a couple Mm -hmm. of of cideries. You mentioned a couple. Um, There's some really, really good things, really unique things that you can do with a cider, and beer drinkers would be surprised. Yeah. For sure. Just the idea of doing hopped cider. Yeah. For people that don't like beer, it sounds disgusting. But even for people that like beer, it just seems weird to mix the two drinks. But it's such a cool thing. You know what's funny? Yeah. I bet a lot of those beer drinkers fancy themselves, uh, those people who fancy themselves beer drinkers, love a bush apple. That's oh. that's a funny, funny. That uh, sounds disgusting. They're terrible. They're horrible. They're terrible. And I love cider. But I bet that they drink them. I see the bridge yeah. you're trying to build. And like <laughs> I, that's... We talk about toxic masculinity, and that's it right there. (laughs) 
bush apple. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it oh down. That should have been in the Gillette commercial. Yeah. <laughs> what I what I don't like about ciders is, and I'm the same way with like the seltzer kick. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think sometimes they go too heavy into the flavors mm. and not yep. just like the profile of the drink. You know, yeah. it's just like. How much mango can I put in this thing to make it taste like mango? Yep. Right. And I and I was giving my our good friend Josh over at Snarky crap the other day because they have a even their sour over there, they've been adding flavor to it. And he was like I was like, oh, I'll do a sour. I didn't want anything heavy that day. And I was like, I'll just have your sour. And he goes, Okay, what flavor? I'm like, mm. regular flavor. What do you mean? He's like, Well, we just have a base and then we add flavor. I'm like, No, I just want the sour. So there's so many people who are just like fruit everything. I yep. want to assault your mouth with fruity, oh. a lot of flavors. That's assault, brother. <laughs> but I, get so I, I think that's right on with that being. It's it's not really a problem. It's just it's what people like to drink, um, and that's that's why most breweries make seltzers. You could ask nine out of ten brewers would say, "I don't like seltzers. I don't like drinking them. I don't want to make them," but they do. Because they know people drink them. But that's what's funny. Like, the that brewery yeah. or, or cidery wasn't, like, birthed out of this, yep. like, we're going to conform to what everybody wants, right? right? It's telling people when they walk in, no, we don't have beer. Yep. Right? It's, no, we don't have anything crazy no, flavored. No, you can't get mac but and cheese say, on the adult will, I'll have some crazy <laughs> flavors. We'll, we'll, we'll explore a little bit. Because, like, if it was just me making what I like, I would do the... I would do the driest cider that's just straight up apple and it's been fermented and it tastes repulsive to most people, but I would love it. I mean, I, I like drinking my coffee sounds black. Great. I like drinking my whiskey neat. We should hang uh, out. Yeah, but that my sounds guy, great. <laughs> I want to make sure I can make something that most people like. Not everyone's going to like my cider, but I want it to be the, the benchmark I'm going for is not what I like and it's not entirely what I think everybody will like. It's I want to make a drink that is just fruit forward that okay. is uh, emblematic of the actual fruit because if i want to make it super sweet and in your face i can add extra sugar and concentrate and just mm-hmm. blow people's minds and and i'd say give their kids a sugar high but if you're giving your kids alcohol this is this is our next sponsor mm-hmm. don't yep. yeah yeah uh, welcome i have yeah. a really either <laughs> a really good question or one that it's going to live in infamy for quite some time yeah Confuse i hope both. everybody um all three of you i know these two for a fact, and, and Isaiah has told me you are a cigar connoisseur. Mm. Is that the right word? Um, aficionado. Aficionado. I think I use the word aficionado. Um, I think I'm a bit these of a guys, for saying that. On, mm. on the other hand, these guys bought cigars from a kiosk on Fremont Street. Mm. So, um, well, and, Opportunistic, yeah. I would say. Yeah, well, um, question. Yeah. Can you fumigate a cigar... Can you fum- can you, can you humidify? Oh. Two completely different things. <laughs> can you can you make a, a cider flavored cigar? I could make <laughs> or a cigar flavored <laughs> cider. Cider. Um, if I was to make a cigar sa- uh, flavored cider, what you would do is you would put do a cigar. What they do with no. <laughs> sounds really gross. Uh, if you, you have a peated whiskey, like those, I haven't, those, but that doesn't those mean scotches anything. that are really smoky, they're they're made in Isla, Scotland, and what they do is they add peat moss to the, the whiskey. I could do that with cider, and I, I'm actually already planning on doing that on a very small batch, mostly for myself, because <laughs> things that pair well with cigars, and I, I will preface by transparently saying cigars are bad for you, but also I know more about cigars than anyone under 60 has any business knowing about cigars. <laughs> 
Mm. I've always, I've loved them. Uh, I've, I work in marketing and I've had numerous cigar shop clients. So I've literally been paid to research cigars. It's a tough life, but somebody has got to live it. And so I, I, I love it. And so I wanted to find different things that pair really well with cigars. Everybody knows whiskey. Whiskey goes great with cigars. Root beer is honestly probably one of the best things you can drink with a cigar. Other sodas is disgusting. Uh, coffee's great, but ciders is a surprisingly good balance where it's this, it, it mellows out some of the harshness in the cigar and it brings out some of the, the sweetness in the, the cider. So a very, this is a purely selfish project for me to make some little batches of cider just for my, my vices. But so I could make a peated uh, cider, and that gives it that that smoky profile to it. Uh, but no, uh, you should never buy a cigar at a kiosk. That's disgusting. They we or a vape to, shop. We tried to go back, yeah, and bring mm-hmm. them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were not good. They uh, were did he even let you exchange hard. them? Uh, well, we we happened to uh, find other priorities for the rest of the evening, so we did not go back. I don't remember nope. for some reason. Anyway, yeah, um, precisely, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> But that's how about once a, again. Very, how about a, do you want me to ramble sh- on about sh- cigars? No, you were saying shut up. No, it's continuing. <laughs> what about <laughs> what about barrel it's a, it's a thing. Could you barrel age a cider? Yeah, I could. There's. I'm going to do something similar to that. So with with barrel aging, obviously put it in the barrel. I could set it aside for a while. The difficulty with that is it severely limits the quantity you can make, and it's hard to make it consistently. Uh, so one of the things that I'm going to do initially. Eventually, I want to do classic barrel aging, but you can take a barrel, break it up, take the oak staves, and soak it in one of your drinks. So what we're actually going to do with our standard dry cider is exactly that. Uh, went over to Five Rocks, and I got one of their barrels, uh, and we're breaking it apart. We're going to make sure it's sanitized and clean, and then we're going to soak it in one of our ciders to give it this nice oaky mm. profile with a little hint of bourbon. Uh, and it being from Five Rocks is just adds a little extra note. Yeah, that's right where my head went when I asked. Yeah, so. love yeah. it. That's awesome. When I think that of um, barrel aged stuff, I think of the commercial. Uh, I believe it's Jim Beam with Mila Kunis. Mm. Do you know that one, anybody? I I know what you're referencing. Okay, yes. so don't worry, Josh. When we make a commercial yeah. for you, we'll we'll get Mila Kunis. Up okay, here. that's. I don't want to work with you now unless oh. like you can fulfill your <laughs> okay. promises. But um, we. Back to one second here. Or just period. Is, sure. is that a yeah. no? Wow. Is that a no on the apple cigar? It's for, is it for broad uh, sale? You, are you saying a cigar that is cider flavored? Or are you saying a cider that is cigar no, no, no. flavored? No, no, no. A and c- do you mean cigar or tobacco or I smoke? I don't know. I really don't know. Or Nick. Okay, so I you're mean, talking about the drink, the Cuban ones, I guess. Yeah. We have embargoes. (laughs) Second side note, if somebody gives you a Cuban cigar, probably don't smoke it. 90% of the Cubans in the U.S. are fake. Oh, well, is that a a stat? Yeah. Oh, you mean the cigars? Yes. Okay. (laughs) It's both. Yeah. It's it's actually kind of fascinating. So most Cubans, quote-unquote Cubans, sold in the U.S., they're all fake, 90% of them. What they do is, if you're at a, a cigar manufacturing place, you're rolling up the leaves, you're putting in the filler, and there's pieces of leaf that falls on the ground. So they don't want that to go to waste. They sweep it up, they put it in the leaf, they roll it up, and they sell it to you as a Cuban. So most cub- fake Cubans have sweepings, they have rat poop in them, oh. and 
you'll always have the buddy that's like, I only smoke Cubans, and you look at it closely, and you know it's a fake one, but he likes it, and you don't want to crush his dreams. Sorry, friends. <laughs> well, that's mine were just crushed. Yeah, um, but back to so no apple cigars. Back to, yeah, uh, okay. cigar flavored cider. Yeah. I'll probably do some, but on okay. very small batches, and mostly for myself because I don't think most people will like a smoked flavor. Sure. Uh, cider. Do you have anything with cinnamon in it? Yeah. Caramel. We'll do, we'll do some of that in the winter time. Like a caramel apple cider. Yeah. It's not something I would like. I probably will. But that's the thing people let's, like. There's uh, let's call it the blaze. There's this. Yeah, literally anything that, that yeah. you don't like. Yeah, Jacob's the same way with food, with anything to drink, I, fruit roll-ups. Yeah, if oh, if you had a fruit, fruit roll-up stand, fruit roll-ups, I would, I would pair that. Yeah, lunch wow, that uh, Uncrustables. Disgusting. Uncrustables. Yeah. Uncrustables. Yeah. I, is it all right if I just bring in my own Uncrustables to have with my... Sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, anybody can bring any food in. Okay. I don't, I'm not going to discriminate against you for your poor taste. Okay, Colton yeah. does, but yeah, it's I okay. Do. Yeah, yeah. So, Often. were there any? I know you mentioned Duluth cider. We, yeah. um, Which uh, fun fact about Duluth? Uh, Jake is from Pequot. Yes. Yep. So yeah. that's kind of cool. Nice, nice little twist there. And I was, I yep. was just there. Cool. A couple days ago. Fun fact. Yeah. Uh, no, plans for a coffee cider. Eventually. Eventually. The the folks at Duluth Cider have a coffee cider, and they partner with uh, Duluth Coffee Company, coffee the company. Las Lajas. It is fantastic. Interesting. I think there is there is a fear of you want to make sure what you put out is original. Yeah. And so if you do, there's a lot of ciders everybody's done. There's a lot of pineapple ciders out there. And so it's just you can make one, you make it the way you like, but you want to have things that are unique to you as much as possible. And so I, I'll avoid coffee cider until... I finally want to make it kind mm-hmm. of thing. That's a yep. good one. Yeah. But I don't want people to think of my brand and think coffee cider. That's Duluth Cider made the first one really in the area that went big, and it's fantastic. Yeah, that was, I know the one time I had visited uh, the cider there at Duluth, that was my favorite was yeah. the coffee. It was My wife loves fantastic. it. Fantastic. Yeah. I don't know if I've and ever had that. It sounds really good, though. That's a cool little, not to get on my Duluth soapbox yeah. for a minute, but going down that street, it's like a block and a half yeah. stretch, and it's Duluth Cidery. Then uh, Ursa Minor, mm-hmm. then uh, Fair State or it's Wild incredible. State, right next door. Like, yeah, the all the, in one the wedding I was at on area. Sunday was yeah. on that street. It was at the metal whatever the uh, steel shop there. Really, it was a big venue. And I was right on yeah. that same street, and that, it was then uh, Vicra's right across. Yeah, they're up the they're road. on Canal. They're yeah. fantastic. I, oh wait, they're, so they're ways down there. Oh wait, 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 wait. This is different. we're not. Yeah, well, this is. We're just gonna ignore you, Jake. Yeah, yeah this is on the other side of the interstate. Yeah. Because yeah. Well, now is, I know so what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you, Jake. So no, I know. Canal Park in Duluth was famously known as the really sketchy part of Duluth, where the bridge was, where all those. The cool businesses are now where Vikra is, where Duluth Trading Company. Mm-hmm. And over time, really cool businesses got introduced. It, it became this tourist destination because some people took a risk and invested some money in that area. And now West Duluth, where uh, Duluth Cider is, uh, where Wild State is, uh, these businesses took a gamble and said, we're going to make something cool here. That was the area you didn't want to walk at night. Uh, now it's somewhere that it's – you. Uh, my wife and I, if we're stopping in Duluth, we're stopping there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's there's the Duluth Folk School. That's yep. a really cool spot uh, there. Electric uh, Fetus. That's re- that's gone. You're, what and, is and going on in that area too? Right? Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm so, isn't Duluth like Pequot? Everything's just right there? No, sure. not quite. No, no, no. I, I just I, want to appease you. I okay. would say what, that's Lincoln Park, right? <laughs> yes. So yep. I would say that Lincoln Park is very much like the North Loop. Everybody would say, don't go into yep. the quote-unquote warehouse district, right? Now... 
Lincoln Park would be yep. what the North Loop is, and it's just the right in the thick of the hustle and bustle and the most yep. upcoming. And um, yeah, it's a lot of them got cool in there spot. for pretty cheap. And then that's the thing, right? Like from a real real estate perspective, it makes sense. Yeah, you've got all these places that are foreclosed; they're boarded up. There's nothing going on. Revitalization comes in, and you can buy it for pennies on the dollar and make it something cool. Yep. Mm. Uh, Clyde Ironworks was where that wedding was, right on that same street. Yep. So, always good to go visit Duluth. Yeah, it's easy. A little two-hour getaway. Yeah. Don't have a traffic that Minneapolis has. I mean, 210 sucks on that little strip, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You guys went to the Rathskeller? Because you live in Baxter. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, I get the Rathskeller is the coolest place in Duluth. Like what? It's one of the more unspoken about spots because it's okay. a speakeasy. Oh, but it's right off of uh, Superior Street, and they they don't advertise it. Uh, it's owned by the folks that own Fitgers, and so mm-hmm. they, they may not be so concerned about making a huge profit off of it because right. it's they really aren't advertising it. But you have to go kind of around back, and you go down these stairs, and it's it's under the. I think the old city hall. And so there's just this cool foundations in there and there's amazing drinks. Uh, they do a smoked old fashioned down there. Isn't it the old like bank vault? I I think it was, they used to have a, a, a jail cell down there. Or that's what it was. Yeah. I was debating if it was a bank vault or or a jail cell. Either is cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's who has a bank vault. Uh, Cuyuna brewery and Oh yeah. They've got a cool bank vault there. I was, I looked for a bank vault in our old, building but i guess the cabinetry people didn't need it so <laughs> we don't have that's one. funny um yeah the speakeasy in vegas that just remind me of that remember that one it's a little different than that one it's a little less bougie what was that a pizza place no it was next to the pizza place yeah. god i'm just not with it today you're guys not, you're no not, you're struggling a little i know and this is this should like, be yeah. the one that i thrive in when we're talking about alcohol you know i finally yeah have we, we did this for you yeah and i know you are the bet quote unquote is that what they say these days that's what yeah. kids are saying. Yeah. Right yep. Gen mm-hmm. Z, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pull together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, end of August, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, do we get a private listen local uh, tasting mm-hmm. before that? Sure. Or just at least just by. me. Those guys don't really yeah. care. But. If, you, if you step it up for the remainder of this. <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> thank you all for listening to the listen local. <laughs> no, we're, so we'll do a, we'll open likely mid-August, and my plan is to, quietly open the doors beforehand i mean if you show up and we're not open expect just a mini tour me to vomit cider information at you but uh, i want to make sure we can have some friends by family by test it out make sure we have a good workflow process because it's there's a hundred things to think about when starting a business especially in the the food and retail sector so we want to make sure it's done right Uh, so you guys are welcome to come by before we really open up our doors and uh, don't just don't make a mess I will. I probably will. Yeah, yeah. I know. no, it's a it's a really cool space. So that's awesome. Have yeah, you been there? You're you're you're, ask, you're speaking mm-hmm. from like yeah, yeah, been oh. there a couple times. Yeah. Oh, you interesting. Had some of the cider, didn't you? I did. Yeah. yeah. Well, the super early mm-hmm. tasting. Got it. I got. I already have a glass. I got to try the so cider. So what is what is that? Pro- I mean, so you get to taste it as it's fermenting yeah. so and going through this transition. I mean, yeah, that's that's it's different in itself. The best part about this career path is I now get to drink on a uh, for my job on a daily basis uh it's every single day i need to go up to one of my tanks and pull a little dram from it and it's called the 
uh, oligofactory inspection where I get to take a little sip, make sure it still smells good and tastes good. So every single day I get to drink. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. So it's, it's honest work. It's me. <laughs> it's me. But yeah, so I... I had uh, a group of friends. We brought them all out and uh, kind of gave a little tour. And it was literally the first tour I got to give of the facility. So it was really fun. And uh, I was feeling overly excited to share. This is not the good part of the cider. This is like that bone dry stuff. There's still a few steps left. But uh, I shared a glass with everybody that came out. And awesome. it was fun. So are you a gull or a whitefish guy? You know, I'm a... a uh, Pine River kind of guy. Oh. Like the smaller the lake, the better. I love people, but I love getting away from people. That's why I live in rural of Brainerd area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, neither. Neither. Okay. So Pine River. Is any, that- of, any old lake out there. Oh, just, okay. I thought you meant the yeah, Pine no, River. I'm no. like, you might be good at cidery, but you're not very good at lakes because that's yeah. a river. You're not from Minnesota, so keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a town. Yeah. It is a town. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Yeah, we don't, actually, we don't talk about that town. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, no, I, I like them all. My my family lives off of a, one of the channels off of Gull, and it's it's okay. Like, I don't want to make enemies, but it's just it's not as good as a little tiny lake. Like I don't need to go to a restaurant when I'm on the water. I just okay. want to go swimming and hit the, hit the ski. That's a hot take. I know it is because <laughs> I would say I only go on the lakes. Well, yeah. first to get this sexy tan, it is. but secondly, yeah. um, that's a tan. Yeah. Look. Oh, wow. <laughs> a lot of skin. <laughs> but secondly, the food. I love food. Yeah. That's what cars are for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And I'm not the Minnesotan. Yeah, I got hot mm-hmm. takes, man. They don't <laughs> what, win friends. What's another one, Isaiah? I, I feel like we are getting to... Um, I need your favorite Brand Lakes area patio. Well, we're back to the restaurant patio. Dumbass. Where are you trying just, to go? Yeah, that's, like, we were just are talking... Are you trying to ask more hot takes? Yeah. Or? We were just talking about restaurants, though. So You were talking about restaurants. Yeah, so you're going to ask it just in a different form? Yeah. Huh. You asked about lakes. Yeah, I'm about restaurants. I like yeah. I like the patio off of Ernie's. Ernie's. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so cool Same. being right off the Same. lake. Yeah, if you if you want more hot takes though, I mean Slytherin. We're going back to Harry Potter. Okay. It's yep. the only house worth its salt. The rest of them are rule breakers and fraudsters. Okay. And J.K. Rowling did some propaganda on behalf of the others. Okay. Uh, Gaston in in Beauty of the Beast. He's the real protagonist. Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's I, mm-hmm. I mean Beast kidnapped this young girl's father yeah. and then. Benevolent, we he releases the father and keeps the the daughter kidnapped and tells her to starve when she's scared and not willing to eat. And Gaston comes and saves her. Like you're telling me, like yeah, he has character flaws, but he's not the protagonist of the story. Guys, it's only going to go slippery slope from here. So I'm going to stop. So this is like Disney conspiracy. It's not. This is like the root of them. This is the root. This is where it all started. Not conspiracy. That was the wrong word. Yeah. The the deep rooted like. I don't want to say brainwashing. There's a better word, but it, I think the word is propaganda where they tell you who, who the real protagonist is. And it's a slippery slope, man. Like I'm going to stop. It goes downhill. From here. <laughs> I like it. We should hang out. Yeah. <laughs> Just wait for him to start advocating for the Sith. And yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh you lost me there. Oh, yep. well, well, I can pull you back. <laughs> <laughs> so what else do we need to know about the cidery? Wood lore. That's the question. Yeah, no, the biggest thing is we've we've put 18 months towards it, and uh, nothing's moved as, as quick as you want, but, I mean, it's it's the struggle of opening kind of during difficult economic times. 
but we've had a good team. We've found some really amazing people to join us. And uh, I wanted to be open in February. We actually all we were meeting back in December to talk about this and just things kind of kept coming up. Construction would get delayed. Certain costs would go up. And so to be finally to the place where I can confidently tell you we're opening in August, it just is mind blowing to me. Uh, I remember walking in my my building and it was just cubicles and those the the suspended ceiling and carpet and so being able to walk around in there now and just see this this really warm exciting place it just I feel more excited than I think anybody could be about this and to be able to tell you guys we're opening in August is just thrilling yeah that's awesome yeah, I I have a, a lot of empathy for that yeah. going through that I mean when we open traders. Uh, we're coming up on a year now of being open. It'll be a year in September, but we had that same that same plan. I mean, we were supposed to be open yep. last May, and May turned to June, and then June was going to be. I mean, we'll open like July second, but we'll we'll still get July fourth, right? We'll still get the the busy times, yep. and then we miss that by a long shot. And the amount of angst through through those months is just insane. So. Yeah, a lot I, of sleepless nights, a lot of just uncertainties, and then you ride the highs and you really feel the lows. Yeah, my my mantra lately for the last like four or five months is just one step at a time because it's just constant, huge hurdles, overwhelming things. But as long as I can keep moving forward, we're gonna make it. Yeah, and I can't imagine the state's expectations of a brewery or a distillery yeah. or a cidery. Like just us doing the restaurant was you know, plumbing, just right. basic plumbing things, but you have loads and loads of equipment and distilling equipment yeah. that has to all be compliant in every it's way, shape, great. and form. It's not, it's, it, it is probably one of the more frustrating things is there's definitely some redundancies in the amount of inspections and the amount of people that come out and look at the spot and make sure it's good. And you, of course, either I'm paying them or the taxpayers are paying them, but it, it definitely gets frustrating where there's just, there's more of a delay there. There's less of a, attitude of trying to help us out and help us be successful and more of just trying to check off a bureaucratic checklist. And that's honestly why I love uh, the the team over at the Crowing County uh, offices where we're not under Baxter, we're not under Brainerd, our entity is under Crowing County and they've just been incredibly helpful. Uh, every Anytime they've pushed back against us, it's been purely to make sure we're set up for success. And uh, that's the way it should be. And that's not how it's been across the board. No, not to geek out about this or get hung up on something that nobody cares about, but is that, is there a different, is this agriculture? Is this just straight up health department? Is there, is there a separate entity and inspection process? So we're working with uh, the department of agriculture. Um, there's an inspector that comes through the production space, through our tap room. And then we also work with the department of alcohol gambling. Uh, just that's the legal side of things. Uh, they had to outsource some things to health uh, because agriculture doesn't cover it all. And, a difficulty is that those responsibilities, who looks over uh, cideries, breweries, gets tossed back and forth between health and ag, uh, and that's where it gets kind of messy. Crazy. Sounds messy. So before we let you go, mm. where can people find out the most information about Woodlore yeah. Cider? Follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages, uh, both our Woodlore Cider, so facebook.com slash Woodlore Cider and instagram.com slash Woodlore Cider. Uh, we also have a website that we're, we update all of them at the exact same time. So our opening date will be very public if you're following our website or any of those two social media sources. 
uh, on the cover photos or the, the landing page of our site, it says opening in August and we'll be sure to keep that updated because I, I love people getting excited about the business, but everybody keeps asking me, when are we opening? So if you ever want to know, just check, in, check out yeah. any of our social media Stop pages. Stop asking me yeah. and just look for Take yourself. Take it easy. <laughs> I know we've tried to like nitpick all of, not, that's not the right word. I know we've yeah. tried to like get all of the information we can out of you about this cidery. Is there anything you feel we haven't touched on before we end this bad boy? No, you've done a great job. Thank you. Well, I know. I don't know about these guys. Especially you. Yeah, yeah especially me. I, I get you it. You look like you need that affirmation today. I, I do. Mean, oh, today. Doing great. Any day that ends in Y, baby. <laughs> uh, but you will be able to find awesome flavors like cranberry, pear ginger, a dry, and an original at Woodlore Cider when you guys open up. So mm-hmm. very excited to get in and taste all of those. Uh, website looks great. Congratulations. Thanks, man. Looking forward to being open and looking forward to meeting everybody. Yeah, we'll make sure to keep keep everybody updated. You let us know if there's something going on. We can always have you call in and uh, or any events or anything like that. So sounds good. Yeah, we'll do something on site too with you guys. Absolutely. Jacob would love that. Well, you wouldn't. Wow, that was sort of a shot. Yeah. (laughs) Let's let's just wrap it there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyways, thank you to our sponsor, Pequot Lakes and Go Lake Sanitation. Uh, We mentioned Mosquito Squad today, so if they want to send us money, um, and somebody else, I don't really recall. But anyways, thank you so much to Pequot Lakes and Go Lake Sanitation, those wonderful red and black cans. Thanks for your support. Thanks for listening to the Listen Local Podcast. See ya. See ya.